right now I'm with Yvette Sanzaso, who is the Chief Client Experience Officer at Marina Mar Communications, and I'm really excited to talk to her and hear all about her job and about her journey. I was like, my God, I've been in consumer for 100 years. I'm curious about healthcare. I want experience in healthcare. So I ended up going on to do three special assignments in healthcare with like global pharmaceutical companies to help also be in touch with the client, uh, fix some of how we were servicing. That included different ways of working. That included client success plans that I would put in place for those clients, like 90 day plans to just say, okay, you know what? This is a partnership. Let's do something special together. Let's, let's do it for like X period. And those were very successful. And then once again, another change came that I would not have predicted. I mean, I would not have said, hey, I want to do that. But um, at the end of last year, I was asked to take a look at the project management function at the agency because we were having some attrition, some turnover. And there was some feedback, mm -hmm. I guess, that was well understood about why people are quitting, you know. And it ended up. One of the problems was that they ended up coming in to be a project manager. Think about the words, manage projects for fun. But then they were doing all this finance work. Okay. Wait a minute. I didn't sign up to be a finance manager. What's going on? So I had to quickly work with the gentleman who was overseeing that team to look at a reimagination of the function. Right. And propose that in December. And so I think, you know, then... This year, it's become so much agency operations. I think they saw all of this stuff that I've picked up, uh, the business acumen, the insights, you know, the ability to work with teams, the ability to affect change, um, all of it. Uh, but especially the business acumen started to then put me in a position where I was very actively involved in looking at the P&L and in making decisions about looking you know, at the how, what? the PL? Yeah, profit and loss statements okay. so the business statement okay? and advising on okay how much should we be spending on freelancers you know how okay. much can we really uh -huh. advising like a business advisor like a consultant and and then you may have seen in the press that once again another change so i was just promoted to client experience officer Nice. So, I, so, so the woman who I work closely with, who came in to run healthcare, who started in September, was promoted to president. So she and I are really a team working very closely. So, all this to say, like, I guess my trajectory was never straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. You know, never just in one little box. It was a series of me proactively raising my hand to do things, even things I haven't even mentioned, right? To like say, why don't you get, let me do that? I'd like to take a stab at that, et cetera. And a combination of that plus getting tapped on the shoulder and then being known as like this fix-it person that really is uh, understanding customer experiences and then affecting business change. So I don't know, That's I've talked a lot, but I don't know if that helps you because I think, I'm not sure if people come into this field and then are very open to see where things go. I don't know if that's true today, but that's been my journey. It's yeah. a company open, yeah. Totally, because we were talking a little bit before, but like 
you know, as a marketing major, I feel like I'm struggling with, like, deciding what to do now. So I feel like that's helpful that, like, you said your path wasn't straight and narrow. You can start in one thing and then, you know, pivot to another thing, which I think is really helpful. And you did that with kind of a a mix of, like, you said raising your hand and also getting tapped on the shoulder, which yes. is super interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I one of your questions, I think, was, what would you say to your 22-year-old self? I was thinking a lot about that. Mm-hmm. I think if I were 22 again, I might have chosen something a little different, like still in marketing. But let me let me tell you what I'm trying to say. The agency world is awesome because you get a ton of experience with clients. You get to do different things. But when you really close your eyes and you think about the future, the present, the present today and how people interact with brands. There's a lot of directness now between brands and consumers. And it's no longer like back in the old, old days, it was, you know, through an influencer, through a member of the media, like, right? So we'd think about the story, we'd pitch it to a journalist, we'd try to convince, because there's a lot of persuasive and selling skills involved in what we do in public relations, but in marketing too. So you'd have to persuade the other side to either give you a credential or write a story or earned media essentially, right? But today, it's not really like that. It's quite mixed. So there's still that, but there's now, of course, there's the leverage of influencers online, mm-hmm. on social. There are brands and companies that are working directly with platforms, right, on mm-hmm. programs to, um, there are all kinds of ways to do this. So I think, I think something for you to think about would be, really understanding where your passion is. For example, if one of your passions is to play in the digital space, in the digital space and you are really interested in social media and how it works, then you might want to look at going to work at a platform. Mm -hmm. Whether that's TikTok or, you know, Facebook or whatever, and learn digital marketing. See, it's like it can go anywhere. I mean, you might be passionate about um, working with customers and client excellence, but you kind of can do that at a platform too. So I was just talking to a colleague who made her brand. She gave me some interesting perspective on her own journey. And her brand, she decided a long time ago, was going to be about digital innovation. And I really respect and honor her because she has fulfilled that. She really has. And she's been quite um, calculated at the different jobs she's taken. But always the thread was digital innovation. Mm -hmm. She's moving now into a job in digital marketing for a very innovative platform. And so that's the threat. And I, I'm not here to say you should figure it out now at 22. Like, you know, most people don't. I know I didn't. But I think what's good is to think about marketing today and then the future of marketing. Mm-hmm. And I think the advice I'd have for my 22-year-old self is not only thinking that, because, I, you know, I obviously I'm a lot older now, so at the time it was... I don't know if like digital platforms was considered like the now, right? It was more the future. 
I would also say to myself, like, don't be afraid of managing your career like you would manage a, a, an investment portfolio. Like, you have to right. remember you're your own client and that it's okay to change jobs mm-hmm. every, every few years, every two to three years, every four years, you know. But with a calculated um, strategy to say, you know what, I want to pick up more of these skills. Like, in this job, this is what I want to get out of it. In the next job, I'm going to pick up, so it's like putting skills in your basket or a suitcase. Right. Next job is going to be, because it's a lot easier to move around when you're younger and when you start. And then by these different experiences will help you decide, oh, I think I have found my niche mm-hmm. or my but if you don't do that and let's say you go to the agency side again nothing's wrong with that but if you go to the agency side and you stay there very long it's easy to feel like gee it's hard to break out it's a little easier to break out when you're younger and when you're picking up all these experiences this particular colleague who's who i was talking to the other day she worked um in-house at an ad agency overseas she then ended up working in-house at pfizer Mm-hmm. In like she she studied marketing she got an mba but she worked in advertising she worked here she worked there she did digital innovation at one agency she parlayed that to another now she's going to back up. but she decided early on after these experiences to say you know what i've always been about digital so i think i'm going to make digital innovation my thing mm-hmm. so you have to think what your thing is Right. And it's like, how do you, how do you know what your thing is unless you kind of try out all of those things early on and learn different skills? So you already have an internship under your belt at an agency. Mm -hmm. So let me just quickly look at your LinkedIn. Hold on just a second. Yeah. You have an, um, Tassad. Yeah, that's an internship that I did this past summer in Israel, actually. And so, the yeah, that was really cool. So the the company is a subscription box company that basically, like, it's full of kind of little treats from Israel. And so I guess I, you know, I did have experience in-house because I was working at that one um, company doing all different types of marketing jobs. I mean, I was really lucky, I think, because it was a super small company. So I did get to like, kind of try out different things and like, really have a very hands on experience, which was, which was really cool. How do you pronounce it? Hasod. 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 Oh, interesting. And the fact that you launched the TikTok account, you manage the Instagram account and all of that. I mean, listen, from there, you can go anywhere, right? You can go for a platform, but you can also do that type of work at an agency, mm-hmm. you know, digital positions where you're either a community manager or managing, like, say, a TikTok account for a brand, you know, but a brand that hopefully you're interested in. And then you had your PR agency. So you had, <laughs> excuse me, subscription service is really interesting. Right. Because it's a growing, as we know. So that's definitely like present and hot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see where the future goes with that. Then you had, uh, obviously, an agency internship. And then you worked for the Equinox, I guess, parent company. Yeah, that was really cool. I I was more of, like, a, a shadow because I was pretty young. But it was really cool because, like, I got to go to the Equinox headquarters and really just kind of 
see what was up and it I felt like it was like speed dating because like every day I would be yeah. in a kind of a different um you know okay. department I did like some design stuff where they I got to like make a mood board for a new club that was opening which was like so fun and then another day you know I was with social media and I got to like kind of reply to people's Instagram DMs if they had any complaints like managing complaints so I really that was really cool because I got to learn a bunch of different things when I was pretty young. How did you find that opportunity to shadow? How did that come to you? Uh, luckily my, uh, my dad knows somebody who works there who's super nice, Nadia, and I've, she's been on my podcast. She's super, super, super nice. Excellent. Yeah. So she works at design and, um, architecture, but I told her that I was interesting in market, interested in marketing. So she kind of let me pop around. Interesting. Yeah. No, that's fabulous. That's fabulous. So it's interesting because, um, it seems like you gravitate to um, the diversity of the marketing and being able to interact a little directly with customers, mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. audience, consumers, you know, depending on what field you are, you either call them customers or consumers. Um, but out of all of the experiences, was there one that you loved the most? Hmm, I feel like I liked them all for different reasons. Like mm -hmm. I, like I kind of loved, I guess, doing agency work with Laura because what I liked about that was like, I kind of got to say to her the the different industries that I was interested in. Like I really liked the cosmetics industry, so she was like, okay, like you can work on projects for that. But then on the other hand, like I also loved working with Asod and Equinox because it was like kind of a very broad scope and like I got to kind of you know like this past summer like I did a lot um with influencers which was really cool yeah um so I feel like I that gave me like the opportunity yeah. to kind of try out different things within marketing yeah yeah now, there's lots I mean we agencies do a lot of things with influencers for right. brands for their clients but then also I work with a colleague today who finally you know she's also had an interesting trajectory herself because she used to work at P&G mm -hmm. she used to be a client and work on the communications you know in-house communication and then she ended up going to work for a startup called Influencer. Mm -hmm. and a very interesting platform you might want to look them up but it is a startup you know it's it, they are in new york i believe mm -hmm. and um and then now she came agency side so so you see the thread here is that it's really okay and it's exciting and interesting to be able to start your own mood board or mosaic right to say okay i've picked up a little bit of experience at a subscription service a little bit of agency, you know, some experience handling social channels and platforms. Um, but the sky's really the limit because at this point you could you could go down any route. I would just encourage you to keep trying things. Right. I definitely keep will. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's really the best way that you're gonna land on your passion mm -hmm. and then your purpose, right? So just like my colleague's purpose was all about, or the brand, her, her personal brand became about digital innovation, you'll have to find yours. Yeah. And that's an exciting journey to be on. For sure. That's super good advice to kind of try different things. Um, 
and that's that's good to hear because I'm like I like that's what I want to do I want to try different things and then see what um kind of works for me so thank you so much for that great advice and I loved hearing about your career and how you got to where you are today thank you so much Oh, absolutely. Was there any other question maybe you were interested in asking or something that um, you're curious about? Um, Just before you, you spoke earlier about how you like worked a lot with interviewing. Was there like yeah. a tough interview question that you were faced with or like a, an interview question that like you like to ask people? <laughs> if I remember ever being really faced with a tough one because oh. I'm now so used to but I will say to you yes I'll tell you some of my favorite ones I will say to you that the trend now is asking more behavioral okay. questions and what I mean by that is not the hi tell me your strengths and your you know weaknesses like that but they're much more open-ended questions that you have to remember your job in the interview is to tell a story mm-hmm. and like and pay it off, right? So I might ask, usually these questions begin with, tell me about a time when you were faced with the blah, 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 blah. You were faced with a difficult situation and how you might have turned it around. Or tell me about a time when you, um, when you had maybe one of your proudest moments in an internship or in a proud accomplishment like tell me a little bit about that and your role in it so what the person is seeking is a few things first they want to certainly basics right 101 is they want to hear how how people present themselves how they speak you know do they come across like knowing the answer are they stuck but they're waiting for a story right so you just want to think about answers to questions through the lens of a story i'll tell you about a time where and my friend just my friend was actually interviewing she works at party city marketing and she's interviewing for some other positions but she said that a colleague of hers gave her this acronym called star which i wrote down and i'm like i need to look into that but i think his point was like what was the situation so let me tell you the situation mm-hmm. the situation was it and you have to be succinct in this t-a-r I remember his results, but basically it's like mm-hmm. the actions, here's the situation, the actions you took, the role that you played, and always pay it off mm-hmm. with and what it did for the business, or like the payout, the payoff. Mm-hmm. I, it's fascinating to me how many times I will ask even senior people a question like that, and they won't seem to tell me like, and my role was this, and this was my contribution, this was, a, you know, the role that I played that ended up at the end, this is what it did. Like it either grew the business or it helped to solve that problem and a woman, whatever. But you have to like finish the story mm-hmm. with the payoff. So one of the tougher questions that I think I asked that people never seem to prepare for <laughs> is this. And you might not get the question, uh, uh, you know, at an entry level, but I, I like to ask, Tell me the toughest piece of feedback that you've ever received and what you did with that feedback. It causes people to think, because it's another way, it's basically causes people to stop and really think about, have Mm self-awareness. Usually when people give you feedback, it's because there's an area of opportunity. Mm 
to develop, right? I mean, feedback's all around us. It's a great book if you're interested. It's called Thanks for the Feedback. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I get more honest answers, but I'm looking for a story. So you know what? There was a time where I was doing this and, and blah, 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 my manager at the time or a coach or a colleague or a student, whatever, you know, said this to me. And and, and then I want to hear what they did with it. Like, are they, oh, and then I really took the time to blank or it was the first time I had heard it and blank, but here's what I did about it. And then the next time I tried this and that's it. So we're telling stories in marketing and public relations and whatever it is we are telling stories so i would just encourage you to think about interview questions through those lens mm -hmm. succinct but you're trying to engage the other side and you want to tell, here's the situation here's what happened the actions i took what i did and then how it ended up yeah great interview advice i'll kind of come yeah. i guess it's important to kind of come armed with like stories <laughs> Always, yeah. always, you know, like think about uh, your experience in Israel. Mm -hmm. You could take that to lots of places. Yeah. The fact yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that a small startup meant what? What did it mean? Mm -hmm. it, it, did it mean you came in and every day you were had you were ready to roll in and do whatever you needed? One day you were doing fulfillment, the next day you were doing blank, and it taught you this. Right. It was, you know, about it taught it, again. If you want to shape it for a job that you might be interested in, and in, 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 on a platform or a digital, you know, subs or subscription business, maybe you could say one of the things I learned a lot was uh, about cust like the customer insights, mm -hmm. more the people that order, and then based on those insights, I recommended that we change this particular thing because of this, and here's what it did for the business. Yeah. We gained. Know 100 new subscribers in a week. Uh -huh. I don't know, I'm making it up. Right. See what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, you want to link it, link the story to your strengths or a lesson that was learned, and then how you can apply that as piece of what you can bring forward. So, it's a different way to interview, but yeah. more and more kinds of questions. It's not like a transactional, hi, I'm going to the bank, here's the deposit, I get it back. No, it's more about connecting these dots mm -hmm. tell a story and being able to make your points through the story right for sure yeah. thank you so much cool. super super helpful um, good. well good luck to you Terry. let me thank know what you. happens where you land uh but i'm very i'm very curious and obviously you know anytime that you want to uh come back together to chat about anything i'm here thank you so much absolutely yeah.